What's good, my teacuppers? Welcome back. And if this is your first time listening, hey, boo, I'm not sure what time it is where you at, but where I'm at, it is time for tea. Now grab your mug and let's get to it. Man, hey, y'all. I'm pretty sure we all had a very, very long week. I'm so glad that y'all are taking out the time to listen to me this week. I know that it's been really rough, especially for those of us that are considered essential workers. <laughs> um, those of us that are transitioning back into the workforce and things like that. Those of us that's finishing up school, transitioning in life, period. The summer is coming. This vaccine, they think that it's leaving, and I know that it's not, so... Please, please, please continue to practice social distancing, continue to wear y'all masks, continue to sanitize, um, keep buying Lysol wipes, keep buying freaking hand sanitizer and all of the above. Okay, so let's get into this topic. I know y'all are looking at the name of the topic like, what are you talking about? You'll be okay. Pretty sure we all have heard that before. Somebody ever told y'all like, it be like that sometimes when you tell them something that you think is really important or better yet, when people make it seem like you're complaining about something or someone when it's actually something that bothers you or you just experienced something that you haven't felt or you just going through something and you really want to lean on somebody, especially if you trust this person with your business. I'm pretty sure you're not like telling the world for those of you who do utilize social media uh, for personal issues, I commend you because moral of the story, it's a strength. In black households, parents have a very bad tendency of like minimizing how children feel or, you know, just telling us that everything is going to be all right when we're probably probably experiencing something that they haven't and they think they always know <laughs> everything. Sorry, mama, if you're listening to this. <laughs> Thankfully, um, I didn't have to go through that, but we'll get into that in a second. This could be very traumatic to children, and it could be very detrimental to their development. So you want to make sure that if you have kids that you're actually listening to them. It doesn't matter what type of personality you think they have, what their zodiac sign is, or what you've been through. I think that it's very appropriate uh, to just let people voice their opinions or just tell you how they feel about a certain situation. Don't you fret. I'm going to give you all the tools and tips that I use to deal with traumatic situations. And hopefully this tea won't be too hard for the perpetrators that's listening. But quick fact, though, did y'all know that 70 percent of U.S. adults have experienced trauma at least once in a life? Up to 20 percent of these people will literally develop PTSD. These are facts. Y'all already know I'm coming with the fact. 5% of, of Americans, more than 13 million people, have PTSD. And that's at any given time. It could be literally somebody sitting next to you um, that's going through PTSD. And we'll go into how PTSD looks or, you know, basically how people like to categorize it. Or, you know, there are dis different signs of PTSD. Approximately 8.7% of all adults, one of 13 people in this country, will develop PTSD during their lifetime. Like that is crazy. That is beyond me. That's like 
that's any classroom, that's any job. One of 13 people, it's 13 people in the freaking grocery store. So one of those people um, are probably experiencing PTSD. Um, about 3.6% of adults in the United States suffer from PTSD during the course of a year. So over 12 months, 3.6% of all adults in the United States are experiencing PTSD. So make sure that y'all be on the lookout for those signs in yourself and those around you. Just be nice, you know, be kind. You don't know, your words could go a very long way. You don't know what kind of day people are having or what they've been through. So just try your very, very best to um, to be, be a beacon of light to them. Okay, our tea of the week is mint medley. So it is an organic, herbal, and caffeine-free tea. Of course, y'all already know. Um, you can pick it up from Target or Walmart. And I really like this tea because it's really good, hot or cold. I know like in the first couple of episodes I said I didn't like cold tea, but that's like when it's unintentional. Like if the tea is intended to be cold, AKA iced tea, um, I don't really mind that. But if my hot tea gets cold, I don't want it. If you don't know what I mean, then you clearly don't drink tea. And I told y'all, I am a connoisseur, I do this. <laughs> this tea is very, very refreshing. And of course it's made with 100% organic peppermint. So for all my vegan folks, for all my organic folks, uh, go and grab this tea because it's really, really good. It helps relieve tension and headaches, which I'm pretty sure we all have a lot of. It helps improve your sleep when you drink it at nighttime. So. For the last couple of months, it's been really hard for me to sleep, and not because of any other crazy thing, but I just be getting in my own head, having business meetings in my head at night. Sometimes I like to drink mint tea uh, at night to just help me relax and help me unwind, especially after a long day of work or meetings and things like that. It also improves your energy. So if you're drinking this throughout the day, if you want to drink it during your lunch hour or whatever, it's actually really beneficial. I have a lot of other teas that I'm going to mention that'll be really great to drink while you're at work. Uh, the detox tea is not one of them. So if you did buy the detox tea after, um, after I told you to go buy it, make sure you drink that tea at home. Don't drink it at your mama house. Don't drink it at your friend house. Drink it at home, shawty. <laughs> But okay, trauma. Like, first of all, let's get into this. I'm no expert or nothing like that, but I think it's fair to say that I have plenty of knowledge and experience uh, to contribute positively to the mental health of those around me and of course myself. If you are experiencing anything traumatic that may be causing an out-of-body experience, please consult with a professional mental health counselor or therapist. Um, don't be ashamed. I know a lot of black people are ashamed of therapy. I had therapy for a year. I wish I would have got it the year after. <laughs> it was very beneficial. My therapist was black. She was really, really cool. She was from New York. So we had a lot of stuff in common being from the North and like going to school in Georgia and stuff like that. It was really, really good. If you have benefits at work, if you have like, um, I think like if you have Medicaid or some, Medicare, something, Medicaid. Medicare is for like 65-year-old people. Look for those resources. It's okay. And telehealth is real. So if you don't want to go in the office, if you're uncomfortable with going and sitting down and talking to somebody, you can do it on the phone. You can do it on Skype. Well, it might be Zoom now, but back in my day, it was Skype. So what is trauma? 
Um, we all have different definitions of everything, right? Some people think that certain experiences that people go through. So if you have experienced any of these situations, then you indeed, my friend, have went through trauma. Trauma can come from many different things though, like homelessness, starvation, lack of necessities. Uh, for those of you who don't know, I am a social worker. So a lot, a lot of my clients, they are children. They might be five, they might be seven. These kids have probably experienced more trauma than I could ever imagine. And I'm, I'm grown. <laughs> I'm not gonna tell y'all my age, but I'm grown, you know? So know that it comes in different shapes, sizes, and colors. It's not just for a specific group of people. Some people assume that lower class or low economic communities are the only ones experiencing trauma and that's lies i'm gonna tell you straight up it's not trauma and that's not true you can't tell somebody what they are experiencing um, but by the book trauma is an emotional response to a terrible event like an accident death rape or even a natural disaster sometimes you may feel like emotions all over the place you might have flashbacks you may even have strained or unwanted relationships. For those people that grew up in the South, and I'm not calling nobody out, but sometimes they, they take up for men who uh, sexually abuse girls in their family. And they don't even just take up for them. They are like, oh, that's not him, or he would never do that. And it's like, you don't know him for real. Don't let me get on my soapbox about that, though. We'll definitely have an episode on that. Another thing is you may feel physical symptoms like headaches or nausea. So sometimes when you get around certain people or sometimes when you're having those flashbacks, you literally may experience not, not just physical, psychological, physiological, you may be going through something, you know? So make sure that you reach out to people. Also, trauma is way more than just one event. It is definitely an experience, okay? You have different physical sensations and psychological disruptions. Your brain is assigned meaning like to that experience, you know, and it labels the memory accordingly, okay? This process is gonna be unique to every single person. There's not a rule to trauma or a rule to how you cope with it. So this is why an event may be traumatic to one person, but not to another one. Trauma has an effect. I don't care who you are. You might be the toughest person. I use a lot of different methods to deal with my trauma, but it definitely has an effect. Experiencing a traumatic event has different effects on your mind and your body. These biological reactions may occur immediately or it may be delayed. So something that you went through as a child may not have affected you or you didn't think that it did. And then as you start to get older, you have these different connotations about people, about places and stuff like that. And you don't even realize that it happened when you were young. Like this is old news, basically. The duration may be short term or long term. So I don't want to trigger anybody, but there are very different ways that trauma has three different types. You have acute trauma, you have chronic trauma, and then you have complex trauma, right? So acute is usually like left untreated, but it can develop, you know, over time. And it can, it may have just happened once, you know? As that acute trauma is not treated or it's not diagnosed or you haven't really talked to anybody about it, it could definitely lead to complex trauma. Now let's get into complex trauma, okay? Complex trauma is something that happens repeatedly. 
So it could be physical or sexual abuse. And it's usually compounded by other traumatic events. Trauma could last for you, right? So the individual may not even recognize that the connection between that traumatic event and the effects that it's having on your actions, you don't even realize that this is like a critical component of the trauma that you experienced. And people might try to minimize that, but don't let them at all. Whoever that, that has sexually abused you is like, he's abusing substances or something like that. I mean, it could be a she too. Definitely do not believe that all sexual violence comes from a male because women do it too. So how do you think you can support people that experience trauma? Listen, you know, give them their space. Give them the opportunity to fill up that room. Give them the opportunity to say how they feel. You cannot be predictable, okay? Everybody loves knowing exactly when somebody's going to snap, but sometimes it's unpredictable, and you have to cope with that. You have to be able to know that your emotions and your feelings are not going to all come at once, okay? Have a perspective, so don't always bring up what happened to that person. You know, always, always, always let them bring it up first. Like, this is not your experience. This is not your trauma. So let them bring it up first. Definitely be there to support them. Like, I don't care how support looks to you. May come up in a million different ways. But always support that person, especially like this uh, death. With death, it's, it's tricky, right? Because like certain times of the year, they want to celebrate that person, like if it's their birthday or the day that they passed away. But those other days in that month, you better believe that people are dealing with the death of that person. You can support them in a number of ways. You choose uh, how to do that. Always make sure that they have a choice. So if somebody is explaining to you that they went through trauma, Ask them, how can I help you? Don't just start giving out suggestions about like, oh, well, this is what I did or this is how blah, blah, blah. Like, no, give that person options. Let them tell you how much they want to tell you. Don't pressure them into telling the whole story or revealing the name or nothing like that. Like, let them live in their moment. Always, always, always give reciprocity. So give what you need, but also receive. You know what I'm saying? Make sure that you listen. Make sure that you're being empowering. Make sure that you have empathy. For those of you who do not know what empathy is, I need you to go and look it up. This last year and a half or however long this COVID shit lasts, you want to be empathetic to people. People have experienced the craziest of things in a short amount of time. So please be empathetic and nice to your friends and your family. And then attribute to that person. This is my last thing. Do not refer to that person's upbringing, problems, or issues, or behaviors as your own. Don't, don't do that. Call it what it is, you know. Call it trauma. Allow them to go through what they're going through, but you have to make sure that you let them know it is what it is. This is trauma, and we're going to work through this because I got you, okay? Sometimes what you're feeling may not even came from something that you experienced, and that's called secondary traumatic stress, y'all, and it's real. It's like basically when you hear about or like witness a traumatic experience that somebody else has went through uh, that work with the public, so my social workers, my doctors, my nurses, I mean like therapists, my friends and my sisters are like, man, we five. 
for real, for real. But a lot of times we deal with STS and we don't even know it. So working in social work, it's easy to suffer from STS and even burnout. So don't let what your clients have going on consume you. Do what you can to support them and provide them with the services that they need, but do not let what they are experiencing become a problem of yours. Also, your friends and your family have a lot to do with that. You start to internalize what they have going on. And it's not good for anybody involved because that is such a real thing. So most of us experience this. So look, with that being said, stop letting people dump on you. I'm not, I'm not even playing. I wish y'all could see my face. Stop letting people dump their problems on you. Sometimes people do it unintentionally. And sometimes motherfuckers know exactly what they're doing. If you got to remove somebody from your life that you thought had value because they won't stop putting their issues on you, don't feel bad. They, they don't feel bad. After they ruin your day, after they ruin your mood and pour all of their issues on you, they just move on like nothing happened. And that's not cool. If you are one of those people, you need to check yourself, really. And I hate to be cliche, but check yourself before you wreck yourself. And you be sitting somewhere with no friends, no family, no boyfriend, no girlfriend, no nothing, because you are becoming a problem. So May is not over, y'all. And your mental health, it still matters. So practice self-care. I know a lot of us have jobs and some of y'all have kids. And it's not possible to practice self-care every day. But once a week is great. Sundays, preferably... But that's what we do in my household. So put yourself first, remain humble, remain stress-free, and, and live your life. But love, peace, and head grease, I'm out, y'all. That tea was hot, honey. Thank y'all for listening. Time for Tea is a weekly podcast that represents my love for talking (laughs) and, of course, helping people ease their problems. You can find this podcast on Anchor, Spotify, and Google Podcasts for now. As always, no tea, no shade, just facts. Don't forget to subscribe, comment, and share this thing, y'all.